0: Politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now.
1: Welcome to the 58th episode of 5 Questions with Dan Shawbell. As your host, my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just 5 questions. My guest today is video producer and lifestyle host for Refinery29, Lucy Fink. Born in White Plains, New York to a radio DJ father and designer mother, Lucy has been a natural creative her entire life. After graduating from John Hopkins University, she worked as an associate producer at Ogilvy & Mather, then became a producer and on-camera talent for Refinery29. At Refinery29, Lucy created and hosts the award-winning YouTube series Try Living With Lucy, where she performs and documents her regular social experiments. She's worked with brands such as Under Armour, Eminem's, Chase, Revlon, Reebok, and many others. I've admired Lucy's thoughtfulness and creativity when it comes to both content production and audience engagement for a while now, so I was excited to speak to her for this podcast episode. Your family is extremely creative. Your mom is a designer, your dad is a radio DJ. How have they influenced your career and made you more creative?
2: I'm pretty sure that I got all of my public speaking skills from my dad. From a very young age, I always learned that he was a radio host in the 70s and 80s. He was on PLJ, K-Rock was at Woodstock, the whole gamut, and he actually gave that up to run our family business when I was really little, but then around middle school, he got back into it, and my sister and I would always go down to the station and record promos, and I always felt like it came naturally to me, so I definitely got that side from my dad, and then my mom, being a designer and an artist, she just has a constant stream of ideas, and because I am the child that's kind of... Creating content that always needs new ideas. She's constantly texting me giving me new ideas And I really attribute a lot of the video ideas and concepts to things that she's come up with
1: You've been able to turn your passion into profit and then a full career which is really exciting of course You wake up every morning like I do and you're excited for the day What you are gonna create you know how people gonna react uh, but a lot of people fear being vulnerable they fear putting themselves out there because think they're going to be judged harshly and bullied how do you get past that and how did you get past that
2: so for the people that fear that the truth is that will happen (laughs) it's not just a fear it's actually what happens when you are on youtube or instagram or on any public platform you will get judged you will get mean comments you will get bullied and i think the way that i've been able to get past that is pretty much the moment i started my job at refinery where i knew i would be in the spotlight. I had already made some YouTube content at Johns Hopkins and I knew what was kind of coming from the YouTube land and I just said to myself very early on, I had an honest conversation with myself where I asked, is this what I want to do and am I okay with this public forum of feedback that's going to be coming in 24-7 because if I'm not, I have to just not do it. If I am, though, I have to agree that I am okay with it and I'm just going to deal with it. And I made the decision very early on that this is what I want to do and saying I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid would not make me happy. And I know that. I know, you know, at any time I could leave YouTube. I could delete my whole account, delete every video I've ever made. I could go to the jungle and grow my own plants, which, you know, I'd love to do that one day, but I genuinely don't think that would make me happy. I think I would be really craving the creation process. It wouldn't stop me from waking up in the middle of the night and jotting down an idea in a notebook and really being excited to make a new piece of content or to create something or tell a story. So I've just come to terms with the fact that this is what I love to do and it comes along with this baggage, but I'm cool with it.
1: In your TEDx talk, you talk about how trying is so important. And I know this from experience. I used to publish 12 blog posts You know a week and just put out so much content because i didn't know what content would resonate with who and how that would all pan out how do you go about your creative process putting stuff out there and just getting the courage to continue to put it out there even if something doesn't get many views or likes
2: yeah i think that you really do have to create content for yourself, primarily, and you have to be creating the content that makes you happy. I do find that the content performs better if it's content that the audience asked for. So my series for Refinery29, at least, is an audience-driven series, so at the end of every episode, I say, comment below and let me know what five-day challenge you want to see me try next. And oftentimes, I do challenges that everyone wants to see, even if I don't think it'd be the best. But every so often there's a challenge that I've been wanting to do or a lifestyle shift that I've been interested in learning about and it's not an SEO search term, it's not something that people have asked for, but I just make an executive decision that this is what I want to make a video about and you really never know with these algorithms. Sometimes it just doesn't perform well because no one asked for it and other times you just kind of tell the people what they should be interested in and the video does great and you don't really know why you have to be really standing behind what you do. You have to really find it fun. And I just I get in bed every night. Unfortunately when my head hits the pillow is when I'm most creative. So <laughs> I do have a notebook next you don't to sleep my bed. Well. You know, once I'm asleep, I'm good. And I could sleep probably until noon every day if I wasn't woken up for some reason. But I have a little notebook and I'm constantly jotting down ideas and, you know, when I go to bed I feel abundant because I feel like wow, I'm never gonna run out of ideas. And then there are sometimes in the middle of the day when I'm like, I've done everything, I'm never gonna make another and video living again. living life
1: gives you ideas.
2: Yeah, just living life, looking around. Sometimes I watch, you know, if you just type in like rent a random word to YouTube, you're like, oh, there's a whole community on YouTube based on gerbils. Like, what if I went to the gerbil store and made a gerbil video? Maybe I'll become big in the gerbil community. There's a million communities, so you can really make content about everything. One thing I'm happy I did in the beginning is start my platform just around lifestyle and not a specific niche. I think you know another content creator might say it's better to be very niche and to really be the expert in one thing. But I think what my audience likes about my content is that I'm just a random girl living her life in New York and whether I'm at a dance studio or getting cupping or trying Ayurveda, they're interested to see what I'm interested in and I can make a video about anything
1: i think the engagement level that you get on your content is unlike anything i've seen and i'm friends with people who have millions and millions and millions of followers yet if you put out a quiz thousands and thousands of people will respond what do you think leads to that level of engagement
2: i blame it on youtube because i just think that there are tons of instagrammers who are competing for a voice on this one platform but I know for a fact that my Instagram audience was built off of YouTube and the video content that I created there. And I think there's something about being a video personality versus just a photo person that makes people so intrigued by you that makes them want to watch what you're doing behind the scenes of those videos. So I agree. Like sometimes I look at my following number and the amount of likes that I'm getting compared to some other Instagrammers who have ginormous followings but aren't getting the same engagement. Um, and I just really think it's because they don't create videos all the time. And even I'm, I can attest to the fact that I am a YouTube watcher and I watch certain YouTubers and I'm obsessed with their Instagrams because it's giving me so much more than I get from the videos I love.
1: And what's your best piece of crew advice?
2: I would say my best piece of career advice for anyone that especially wants to get into content creation is to just start now. Stop putting it off. Stop acting like you don't have the resources. In this day and age, all you really need is a phone and you don't even need a microphone. You don't need lights. Just stand in front of the window and get that natural light on you. Just get started. The internet is not looking for this high quality content anymore. If you can produce that and you can make that that's great and it will elevate your content but just to get started it's you that they want to see so put your personality on display and don't think that there's no room for you because you're the absolute only you in the whole world and somebody wants to see what you have to say
1: Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Lucy. To follow her journey, you can find her on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where she shares her lifestyle routines, family members, travels, product recommendations, live appearances, and dance moves.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review you can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.